Uncensored. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. Hello and welcome to the Corelcast, set here in my living room for the holiday season. So very glad you are joining me. Is Elon out at Twitter and what would that mean? We shall see. Uh, did he win his own poll? Also, what breed are you? I have something that's going to change your total way of thinking. Also, the movie Tar, which I saw last night with Kate Blanchett, uh, on many top 10 lists, we're going to tell you what I think about it and some of the issues it raises without spoiling the plot. And then a brief 10-minute trip to the Venetian Hotel for Truth and Tonic. Uh, it's a new vegan high tea, and Steve and I went and checked it out. And we're going to bring you with us. We even chat with the chef, and there's a recipe for vegan clotted cream. But you're going to have to screen capture it. Uh, all right. So Elon Musk likes to think of himself as the benevolent dictator, uh, and he has, in fact, ran a poll on Twitter that asked, should he resign as CEO? Now, if you have to take a poll to resign, or if you have to take a poll to see if people think you should resign as CEO, and you say that you'll abide by the poll, then you shouldn't be CEO. I'm just, that's just a given. That's like your pilot taking a poll to see if you think he should be the pilot. Well, I don't know. That's up. You know what I'm saying? It's like, how do we know if he's a good CEO at Twitter? We know he's an insane human being. But, you know, is he running the company well? Well, the stock's down. You know, this is not a question for us. It's a question for his shareholders, honey. Excuse me. I got to get comfy. We're around my house and I got to get comfy. So this is a question for his shareholders, not for us. So, you know, but, but of course, he lost. He lost. Uh, so what will that mean if he leaves as CEO? I don't know. I think Twitter is now damaged irreparably. You know, in today's world, which the movie Tar exemplifies as well, we'll talk about that later, you don't get second chances anymore. You just don't. One strike, you're out. Twitter's out. It's out. People are flocking. There are people that have flocked from it aren't going to flock back. So what would it mean? It would mean you screwed up. That's what that means. If you buy it, take over as CEO, then take a poll that says, should you be CEO? And everyone says, no, it means you screwed up. It means stick to bad reason rockets, is what that means. Uh, also today, uh, I don't really want to talk about this. I don't. But it is historic. And being a student of history and being a buff like I am of all of this political stuff, um... Today, the Congressional January 6th Committee wrapped up its work because most of them are leaving, uh, wrapped up its work with four criminal referrals for former President Donald Trump. It is the first time in history that Congress has ever issued criminal referrals for a former president. But of course, it's the first time in history that a former president has committed espionage and insurrection and all of that. So... Um, you know, what's going to happen now? You don't know. I don't know. This doesn't mean he's indicted. It just means that it's more evidence for the special prosecutor uh, to take into consideration about charging him. Will he officially be charged ever? I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. We don't know. But I do know this. Much like Twitter and Elon Musk, where the cat's out of that bag, we've all lost 
any hope that Donald Trump is ever going to reach any kind of justice. If you're like me, and you are, you don't believe for one minute that he's going to really see the inside of a jail cell. Either he won't get indicted, or he'll get indicted and tied up in court forever and just die during the trial, or he'll flee to Russia. But you do not believe that he's ever going to be held accountable. I don't believe it either. Why? Because no one has been. They issued House, House Ethics Committee referrals for people like Kevin McCarthy and the others who supported the insurrection. What will happen there? Nothing. The House is going to be Republican in just three weeks. They're not going to pick up ethics. They're going to go after Hunter Biden and his laptop and AOC. and every, They're not going to go after each other. So nothing's going to happen with the House Ethics Committee. Nothing, because they have none. The House has no ethics. That's an oxymoron. Uh, so nothing's going to happen with those referrals. So just ignore those. And even if they find them guilty of ethics violations, they don't expel them. They fine them, whatever. They don't get rid of them. So that's all just lip service, blah, 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 ethics violations. Bite me. It's treason. And that's what we're talking about here, folks. Treason. Now we have a congressional panel almost saying, because they said that he aided and abetted and helped and gave comfort to an insurrection. Treason. Treason. That's what he committed. It's obvious to you. It's obvious to me. It's obvious to anybody with a brain. Unfortunately, we're out of those in Washington, D.C. So what does today mean? It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything that we don't already know. The entire, all the hearings. We all knew on January 6th of 2020 that Donald Trump was committing treason. We all saw it. It was right in front of us on national television. We didn't need the hearings. We don't need Georgia. We heard him pressure Georgia. We heard Lindsey Graham. We, we saw these people commit their crimes. And now we're getting referrals. You know, if you or I commit a crime, honey, ain't shit referred on us. We are dragged away. Dragged away for the littlest of crime. Traffic tickets. You could be pulled over and have a failure to appear because you couldn't pay a fine. Your ass is in jail. Now we're just going to refer Donald Trump for criminal. <laughs> oh, God. We live in a really strange, bizarre, messed up world. We really do. And it's evidenced by that. Mm -hmm. The fact that Donald Trump is referred when is the Department of Justice going to act? Because it seems like now that the Department of Injustice, it's just ridiculous. So Elon has not announced whether he's going to abide by the poll where 53 or 4% of the users said, and you know, the, the Twitter poll, this relates to Trump actually. The, the and it kind of does because people, you know, he reinstated Trump and people hate him for that, whatever. Um, the Twitter poll where 53% said, you know, go, 47% said stay. I said to my friend David, and that right there is the problem with America because that's how we are on every single issue. 51% saying this, 49% saying that. Sometimes the 51% is MAGA, sometimes the 51% is not. Like in the midterms where Democrats won by margins of like 0.5. So 50.5 to 49.5. And the Elon vote of 53, basically, to 47. That's America. That's how we are on every 
issue. We can't even agree to disagree. It, we are split right down the middle on all of these issues. And that's why we're dying. And that's why we're not going to make it. I don't, I'm not doom and gloomy. I mean, Christmas is four to five days away, whatever. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm in a great mood and I'm in a better mood than Friday. Thank you for asking. Uh, but you know what? It's still, well, $800 can cheer you up. Uh, thank you, Randy Radar, for that end of year donation to the Corel Cast. If you want to make an end of year donation to the Corel Cast, it's paypal.me forward slash really Corel. That's paypal.me forward slash really Corel. Be a Randall. He just gave 800 bucks. Thank you so much, Randall. Uh, I will for um, uh, Randy. Sorry. Who am I, who's Randall? I think you're Randy. Randy Radar. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, or maybe, well, maybe that's, I don't know. Well, who knows? Maybe someone named Randall will donate. <laughs> but Randy Radar has, he executive produced the Dorians. He's a huge supporter on Patreon. Uh, he has donated to other uh, Randy. And if you look at the credits of the Dorians, it says, you know, executive produced by Randy Radar. Uh, he has really been a supporter of the show and I thank him. Uh, that's not what totally changed my mood, though. What totally changed my mood was realizing that I just have to let it all go. Let go to live. That's my new part of my new yoga mantra. Let, let go to live. If I am to continue living and I want to, I need to let go of a lot of stuff. Just let go to live. And you do too. Let go to live. Let it go. Let's, let's let some of this stuff go. You know, I don't know about this Twitter stuff because I'm not on there. I've let it go. Couldn't be happier. Couldn't be happier. I'm so happy now that I've been off Twitter for like five days because I'm, I'm never going to delete the Pierce Morgan tweet. Uh, that called him white trash. And they're like, unless I delete the white trash Pierce Morgan tweet, I can't come back on Twitter. Well, okay. <laughs> you know, I could always just get a new account. Uh, but whatever. So yeah, so we're split on everything. We were split about Elon. Should he resign? 53% yes, 47% no. Uh, but the yeses have it. So we'll see what he does. Uh, as for Trump and his MAGA trading cards, which did not sell out in one day because he just laundered money. He bought them all. Uh, but whatever. Uh, now it's going to be four criminal referrals. Uh, we'll see if that means anything. See, you all, you and I, especially this holiday season where we're looking for real connection, where we're, we're looking for real joy and happiness, where we're looking for real, looking for honest. You know, honesty. The movie The Whale, one of the, the things that his character stressed to his students was just be honest. Let's write something honest. You know, and we're, I think we're searching for honesty. We don't need the January 6th commission to tell us he committed four crimes. We need the Justice Department to prosecute him. And honestly, that's where we're at. We're sick and tired. So, Elon is maybe out. We'll see if he abides by his poll. If you are a CEO and you put your job up for a vote, you shouldn't be CEO, but whatever. That just proves he has no vision. He has no, you know, that Twitter was a self-indulgence. A 44 billion cat toy. <laughs> Man has too much money and time on his hands. Uh, and then, of course, uh, we have the criminal referrals, which, you know, what do they mean? Nothing. Nothing. Until that man is shackled and orange is the new black, I ain't gonna believe crap about it. Not crap. Now... Did I have another topic? No, I think that's it. I want to go to tar. I want to talk about tar. And then we'll go to high tea. That'll be fun. I'm in the same sweater, by the way. That's why I wore it. Uh, so there's a movie out with Kate Blanchett, which is called tar, T-A-R. 
Uh, and it's on everybody's, you know, best list. I watched it yesterday with uh, Steve and uh, Ben and Maggie Mae and Tino and Ember. Uh, three people, three dogs. It was a joyous occasion. And it sounds like heaven, doesn't it? And it was fun. And I was grateful that they had come. And I, I was, as I was cleaning up, I said to the universe, thank you for letting me have guests this afternoon. And I served apple cider, sparkling cider, and we watched a movie and it, it felt like the holidays. Uh, anyway, maybe that's why I'm not all blue today. So, Tar, first of all, again, Kate Blanchett is a modern-day Meryl Streep. She is a chameleon, and she's incredible in everything she does, and she's incredible in this. However, her character isn't likable. I'm not sure she's supposed to be. Supposed to be. And I thought it was supposed to be a movie sort of about Me Too and cancel culture, which the filmmakers think it was. But it's really a movie about classical music and composers. Of the two hours and 40 minutes of the movie, literally an hour and 40 minutes is either her conducting or talking to the orchestra about a piece by Mahler. I now know about Mahler and Bach. and I mean, I'm, oh my God. But it's supposed to be this Me Too movie about a lesbian conductor, her, uh, who has allegations made against her. I'm not going to tell you if they're true or not. Uh, and the fallout from those allegations. That's what the movie is supposed to be about. But, <laughs> but I got to tell you, uh, I don't think it is. <laughs> I think it's a movie about classical music. Uh, but she gets into a discussion in her classroom with a bi person of color. And he doesn't want to play Bach because Bach was a misogynist and white cisgendered male and blah, blah, blah. Now, you've all heard this argument in today's world. Should we be consuming the art of people who are despicable? Or should they just be canceled? Period. Canceled. So, they get in a discussion about Bach with the bi person of color. She does. And she's like me. She's very blunt. And she says to him, you want to be a composer. And what I didn't know is that orchestra members have rating sheets that after the concert, they rate the composer. Okay, I didn't know that. And she said, when the orchestra rates you, do you want them to rate you on your conducting skills, your passion, your understanding of the music, your ability to conduct? Or do you want them to rate you on you being a bi person of color who happens to be a conductor? What if they don't like bisexuality? What if they don't like black people? Would you want them to give you a low rating because you were black or bi? And he said, well, no. I'd want them to rate me on my conducting skills and my passion and my... And she said, but yet you won't do the same for Bach. Well, he storms out of the room, you know. Of course, the conversation is much longer. They use much bigger words and talk about much ethereal music stuff that most of you, including me, will not understand. Uh, however, that's her point. And that's a really good point. You know, let's say you create something. Whether it, you know, how do you want to be remembered? Do you want to be remembered for the asshole part of you? You know, I mean, if you're an artist, should it matter that you're also despicable? I mean, if Hitler painted good art, could we say, well, he was a good painter, but he was despicable? Or do we just not even look at the art and say there's no point? 
he was horrible, we shouldn't even see that art. Do we censor because of who the artist is? Nowadays, we are doing that. But if you, if you give that test of time and go back and try to do that to artists that you like, painters, sculptors, whatever, these were very imperfect people in very different times. Would you like Michelangelo or da Vinci if you knew their personal lives and what they did and what really happened in their world and who they were as people? Look, there are some people that should just fade away from public view and nothing they do should ever be, you know, edified, ever. Donald Trump comes to mind. But should I enjoy art from a homophobe? If someone is a homophobe, not they committed violence against gays, but if someone is just a very outspoken critic of the gay community, but they're a brilliant, brilliant, uh, I don't know, actor. Should I never see one of their films because of their stance on my life? I don't think art works that way. I don't think literature works that way. It's starting to work that way now. So what, only squeaky clean people of the highest character will be able to create art? Is that... That doesn't work because the greatest artists in the world are usually the most flawed humans. Trust me. All right. Uh, there will be shows Wednesday and Friday, Friday, uh, you know, before Christmas. And I don't know if there'll be shows the week in between Christmas and New Year's. This is a little programming note. There may be best ofs or just nothing in between Christmas and New Year's. We'll see. Or maybe just one show. So there'll be three shows this week for sure. The week between Christmas and New Year's is a little iffy, but stick with me and check it out. Subscribe at YouTube.com, Really Corel, so you know. All of you patrons at Patreon.com forward slash Really Corel. I really enjoyed yesterday's call. We're going to start doing that once a month. I really enjoyed it. It was fun. Rachel and everybody. I had a gentleman there on the treadmill, uh, and that's fabulous. I didn't think anything of that except good for him. Uh, I met many wonderful people. Yes, Jessica, a lot to build. Nancy Childs, thank you so much for your Christmas card and your Kohl's gift card for $25 and your $20 cash. Thank you so much for that. That was nice to open up a card and get that. Thank you so much, Nancy. Sibylle Hartman, thank you so much for all the chocolate letters. I can't figure them out. I already ate an eye. I'm sorry, it was good. So I wrote down that I'm missing an eye. Not like this one, but... but. A listener made chocolate letters, and she wants me to figure out a puzzle. But there's like 50 letters, and I, I can't figure it out. I tried. I did I am Carell. I did all kinds of things. But anyway, uh, and I am Carell. Be who you want to be, London Herney buddy. I love you. Now, let's go to Truth Tonic. Truth and Tonic at the Venetian. Come with me. Come on. Let's go. We're going to go to Truth and Tonic. We're going to have high tea. Let's see if it's any good. Let's meet a chef. Let's go with Steve and Tino and Ember and see what's up. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, it is Corel, and here's Ember. Say hi, Ember. Uh, it is Corel, and I and, and Ember's there, and Valentino is there, and hi. DJ Foreplay of Vinyl Visions is right there. And uh, we, the, the troop of us here, are on our way to the Venetian Hotel, where we're going to go to Truth and Tonic for... <laughs> uh, for <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> we're going to go to Truth and Tonic, 
uh, for vegan high tea at one o'clock. And uh, <laughs> that's if Ember is tolerating her little primo there. Uh, but we're gonna go and we're gonna see what it's about. Uh, vegan, Truth and Tonic, a new vegan place. Okay, hi. <laughs> I feel like we have really accomplished something by making it here to Truth and Tonic because the self-parking at the Venetian, if there is a hell, it is that parking lot. If, if you go to hell, it would be, you just forever in that parking lot. That would be hell. Steve and Tino need a drink. <laughs> but we are here, it's called Truth and Tonic. It is a vegan restaurant. We are going to do vegan tea. I'm very excited uh, to be, have this be one of my new spots to come and eat, now that I know where it's at. It literally took us, what, about 18 to 20 minutes to get up here uh, from, from just arriving at the property. It only took us about 12 minutes to get here from his house, and it took us about 20 to get from the parking lot to the restaurant. So allot yourself some time if you're gonna do this. Uh, okay, well, we'll let you know how the tea goes as it goes. Okay, so we're here at Truth Tonic, and we just got our uh, menu. Here it is. And here's what we're gonna have, okay? First, uh, we're gonna have vanilla and blueberry lemon scones. Then we're gonna have roast chai spiced apple crepe. Then truffled spinach just egg quiche. Roast cauliflower and goji berry tartine. Cantaloupe and cucumber on chamomile wheat bread. We're gonna finish with French macaroons, carrot cake, oh, almond raspberry tarts, and Earl Grey chocolate pot de creme, baby. We are going for the vegan tea. We are set up. And not a formal tea, not like a formal high tea where you gotta wear, you know, your Elizabethan garb. So this is fabulous. An informal tea, and cheaper. It's cheaper than the Waldorf. It's $45 for tea here. It's $65 for tea at the Waldorf, but they do have that view. Oh, our tea is coming. At least five minutes. I will be back for Yes. Fabulous. Make room for it here. There's our tea. Okay, here's our tea. And instead of like a formal, you know, Victorian tea set, they're serving it in these very modern, fabulous tea things, which I'm loving. What kind of tea did you get, DJ Foreplay? I got the uh, champagne and berries. Yeah. Champagne and berries. I got the Lady Earl Grey, which I believe doesn't have bergamot. I believe it has something else. I think Earl Grey has bergamot and Lady Grey does not, but I'll double check on that. Yes, I will. Mm-hmm, I will. Lord have mercy, things are coming. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you. Look at that. And that's our tea right there. But that's a lovely lunch. Although we'll probably get a snack on the way home. No, we can order off their menu here too. We should do that. Oh, okay. maybe we should get something off the menu as well, like a, an entree. Are you hungry for lunch? Because will this, this be? A, would that be enough for you? Because we could get an entree and split it. Okay, just checking. Just checking. Want you happy, girl? Want you happy? He's looking at the ceiling, it's pretty cool. So, I just tried the lemon scone with some lemon curd, and oh my god, oh my god, very good. Now I'm gonna sample the Lady Grey tea with some oat milk creamer and sugar to go with my scone. Baby, that's a good cup of tea. Tea does not need 
sugar. That tea does not need sugar? It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Everything's wonderful so far. I will. Hello. Hi, Chef. How are you? There's our chef, everybody. We're trying his tea. This is lovely. I do tea everywhere. Oh, and I, I now, I used to go, oh, they'll say hi. Uh, I used to go to the, well, I used to still go to the Waldorf because they have vegan options. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we live here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not vegan. He is not vegan, but I'm trying. I am so trying. Yeah, neither am I, but I enjoy it. You're not? Oh, well, well you do it well. <laughs> you enjoy it. Really Thank you, it's so good. Have you had it all? Have it's you, good. Yeah, it's all so good. Uh, I spent all morning making it. Well, yeah, well, I gotta, uh, is that vegan clotted cream, and how do you make that? Because I, I make everything at home myself. How do you make vegan clotted cream? Actually, it's my pastry chef that made that, but it's, uh, I'll get you the recipe. You would not? Yes, I will. Oh, my God. I'm going to get the recipe for vegan clotted cream. Ah! I'm hearing a rave review on the tartine, which is a... Uh, roasted cauliflower and goji berry. Roasted cauliflower and goji berry tartine. Steve is loving it. It's delicious. The tartine is right here. And it looks good. Uh-uh. There's your recipe there if you want to record it. It's captured forever. <laughs> Thank you so much. I, I, that's the one thing, I, when I go to Ireland and I have the, I used to, I mean, I, I haven't been to Ireland since becoming a vegan, but I want to veganize the whole country. Uh, but yeah, I'll get them drunk. <laughs> but the thing that I love about tea is the clotted cream. Yeah. And since becoming a vegan, I can't, there's no store, I've been to Whole Foods looking for it, they didn't have any. Wow, maybe we need to start uh, I mean, you need to start selling your clotted cream. Okay. I can do that. He's, do you sell the tea? Because he said that, that champagne tea is so good. He's like, that is so good. Uh, we can make a special No, but I mean, I think, like, for me, as a, as a tea lover, when I come in for high tea, I might want to take some home to have, you know, yeah. at another point. So, you, profit center, profit center. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I wish I was very good tea. Uh, the woman that makes our tea, she's, um, she's from Connecticut. And she makes the ones herself. She buys everything herself. Wow, he's telling us that the lady makes all the tea herself. She's from Connecticut, and she even freeze dries fruit to mix in with the various blends. So these teas that we're having here, they're original blends, just like the food is all originally crafted food. The tea is also originally crafted. I'm on it. <laughs> I hope you all can see that that is chock full of apples. I mean chock full, and they're chai spiced apples. Every dish has tea in it. So it's not just that you're sitting and having high tea. Every dish you're eating has some kind of tea in it. This has a spiced chai. Uh, you know, the various ones have different chamomile and um, what else? All kinds. Every dish has tea in it. That is incredible. And we know that it's tea that's made by a woman in the back. Okay, we laughing and giggling and carrying on so the cocktails are working. But the tea is delicious. The present, the tea is delicious. The presentation is fabulous. The food is exquisite. The chef really did a great job. I will come back for this tea. I will bring friends for this tea. Uh, it is really cool. It's a cool, cool little environment here. All nice and cozy in the spa with healthy people because we're in the spa.
Look at that gold on top of that lovely berry tart. I am gonna eat the hell out of that gold. Look at this, oh my God. See the gold? Did y'all know that gold was edible? It is. Mm, mm, oh no, mm, slap me, just slap me. This is the pot de creme and I am so excited that it is now time to eat it. I could do it like a shot. <laughs> okay, I saved the carrot cake for last because it's my favorite thing. So I'm gonna try it. I make delicious carrot cake, so there's a really high bar. Edible flowers, edible gold. The attention to detail is gorgeous. That's good carrot cake. I let them make my birthday cake. That's good carrot cake. That's very good carrot cake. Okay, we came, we conquered, we had tea. It's a wasteland here, as you see. Tina was out and happy. Ember is up and ready to go. Are you ready to go, Miss Ember? She is ready to go. Oh, are you being camera shy today? She's turning away from the camera. She's like, you have not talked to my agent about this, have you? Uh, so it was great. Highly recommend it. Uh, I even, I'm even bringing stuff home for dinner, a chicken wrap, uh, you know, faux chicken. Uh, affordable, great locale you know, in terms of ambiance, hard to get to. You have to go through a hotel. Uh, but really great, really fun, really enjoyed it. Make your device a whole lot smarter. Get the Corel Cast app free at the app store of your choice now.